Another edition of Talking Ball with the Czar. I'm Emery Hunt, the Czar of the Playbook. You could follow me on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. And also, if you're listening to this podcast, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a five star rating. Today, I'm joined by Phil Longo, the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach at Ole Miss. Coach, I appreciate you taking time. Well, I appreciate the invite. Thank you. Well, I just found out that you are a Jersey guy. You're from Parsippany. And I got a quick uh, story right quick about Parsippany when I first moved up here. I moved up here from New Orleans in 2005 after Katrina, and I was a recruiter, and I was at Parsippany High School. I was at the Voltec actually, uh, talking to the class, and they found out I was from New Orleans, and it, it was funny. The teacher was like, hey, I'm going to take you out to lunch. Would you like some Taylor ham? And I had no idea what the hell he was talking about. <laughs> so, shout yeah. out to Parsippany. <laughs> Well, Parsippany, that's not my hometown. That's that's a that was listed somewhere as a mistake. I'm actually from Bayville, New Jersey, which is the Seaside Heights area. But Parsippany, I was the head football coach up there at that at Parsippany Hills High School for four years. That's my that's my tie in to Parsippany. And if you don't uh if you don't know what pork roll or tail or ham is, you're missing something. Oh my goodness, man. I, I got a crash course in that that day, which was which was outstanding, man. So um, it's funny because you, you go to places and, and you learn about things. I also found out that you played running back at, at Rowan. Now, that's two reasons why that's impressive. Because I remember growing up watching Rowan compete at the Division three level and compete at a high level. But two, you are also a former college running back like myself. So how did playing in the backfield sort of formulate your thought process or philosophy as a coach? Well, my whole my whole life I played quarterback. I played uh, quarterback at youth ball and all through high school, I was recruited into college as a quarterback. I played quarterback in college until uh, medical redshirt. During my junior year, I was a medical redshirt because of a knee injury. And when I came back, my only opportunity to get on the field was to move to running back, you know, for my senior year. So I did. And, uh, you know, I had the pleasure of playing for John Bunting, um, who was my head coach. And he, uh, he's the head coach in North Carolina. He's the DC at the Rams when they won the Super Bowl with Vermeil. And he was probably as instrumental and as influential in my life as, you know, second only maybe my pop. But, uh, moving to running back was a, an interesting experience. And I had a whole newfound respect for that position, having only played it for one year. Man, and it's interesting because nowadays you kind of hear, uh, everyone talk about, the position being devalued or position is just not really um, as important. How true do you find that? Because I think that's probably so far from the truth. Well, the running back position, I can't speak for everybody's offense, but uh, I think um, as much as we are an air raid um, offensive system, that's our philosophy. Um, You know, if looking at us, uh, we're not just going to drop back and, and throw balls all day and, and that doesn't doesn't change the fact that the entire philosophy that we follow is, you know, air raid based. And you know, I say that because the run game is probably a greater emphasis 
in our offense and it might be in some other air raid systems. And you know, I just think there's there's a time and a place where you need to be able to run the football. And, um, you know, as, as valuable as the O-line is, and that's always the top priority in my mind, you know, you can you can block up a play to gain four yards. And you can have an average back and you can get the four yards you blocked it for. Or you can block up a play and gain four yards and you can have somebody special back there that can turn it into an explosive run, and break tackles, make people miss, and, and uh, make you a lot more prolific on the ground. And, you know, that's what we try to do here at Ole Miss. That's what we've always tried to do in this system. And I don't know that the running back in our offense will ever be devalued. Now, most offensive coordinators really talk aggressiveness, right? But come to game day, sometimes they get a bit conservative. But but you guys, and you in particular, you stay aggressive throughout the course of the ball game, And we know that's always been sort of a defensive mindset. But how have you been able to apply that mindset to the offensive side of the ball and, and get guys to buy into a new way of thinking? Yeah, I, I think the offensive mindset is to attack all the time. We're playing fast. And uh, we don't want to play fast just to say we're playing fast. We want to play fast to put stress on the defensive side of the ball, but we're only going to go fast if we can if we can do it efficiently. And so, to do that, you got to practice that way every day, and you have to have an attack mindset. And if I you know if I can complete, if we can complete a 15 yard dig, or or run the ball for a four yard gain, I'm probably going to throw the 15 yard dig. You know, I'm, I, if, if the risk is the same, I want a greater reward. But like I said, there's just a – sometimes you need that four- or five-yard run to set up the 15-yard dig. And, you know, it just depends on the game plan. But I, I, you want your players playing downhill. You want them playing fast. The biggest key and the biggest word I use is we want them to play instinctively. And, you know, so we keep it simple. And when we play fast and we play aggressive and – you know, you want your players to feel like we're always going to attack the defense and dictate to the defense. We don't want to give them an opportunity to dictate to us. So that's that's the philosophy, that's the mindset, and I think, you know, I think that's where we're at right now at Ole Miss. Do you find as though now with that type of approach, it's easier <clears throat> to recruit kids to play in that system? Well, I think kids want to attack. I think most players are aggressive. I think they're attack-minded, and I think they want to make big plays. You know, they want to touch the football, um, you know, and I think uh, any true team player is really going to do what he has to do to best help the team win, you know, and that's the that's the number one priority. So, uh, no, I don't, I don't think it's hard to find kids to fit what we do. I just, uh, when we get them, I don't want to handicap them by trying to teach them all the football that I know and impress them with what I have in my brain in this sport. You know, I don't need to do that. I, I want them to learn what they need to do just to win. Play instinctively and be aggressive. That's the that's the best chance we have of putting points on the board. The more points we put on the board, the better chance we have of winning on Saturday. <laughs> that's a great way to put it. When you look at the college game, everyone, there's a big debate going on about the hash marks and how much of an impact does it make. But I want to ask you, from a defensive perspective, how much strain does that put on on uh, that side of the ball, from the subtle differences that you see at, from the college game to the pro game, is that is it that big of a difference? Well, I haven't coached in the pros. I know there's less of an advantage from a boundary and a field standpoint at that level because of the you know the location of the hashes. But um, you know where they are in the college game, it uh, 
gives us an opportunity if we want to each week to play into the boundary or isolate somebody in the field. And, you know, just like anything else, if that creates a problem for the team that we're playing that week, then we'll utilize it. And if it doesn't, then we won't work it at all. I, I just I just constantly want to do what the defense is uncomfortable with. And uh, sometimes that includes boundary and field football, and sometimes it doesn't. Now, your story, Coach, is, is inspiring to a, a lot of people because you coached at the high school level, Division three, D2, FCS. We were phenomenal at Sam Houston State. And now you're at the FBS level. You know, a lot of times you see coaches jump in early and – probably coach a year or two, then they get away from the game and go do something else and totally just disassociate themselves with football. But you've been able to stay the course and it has led, led you to success at each and every stop. What advice would you give to the young coach out there that's thinking about jumping into this field of work? <laughs> well, I would say uh, you got to be willing to make some sacrifices because most coaches, not all, but uh, most coaches aren't going to make a whole heck of a lot of money early. And you're going to have to make some sacrifices. And uh, that's just the nature of the game. It's probably true in a lot of businesses, but uh, it certainly is true if you want to be a career college football coach. Um, and I think uh, I will say this, you know, it, uh, you always say, hey, if I knew then what I know now. And, uh, you know, you wish you had to know it was earlier on. And, you know, some younger coaches that I work with now, not necessarily old miss, but that I have relationships with. You, you try to impress upon them what what the best thing is about country football. You know, I'd say uh, 20 years ago when I first when I was in my first five or six years, all my goals were very materialistic in nature. You know, they were how many wins and awards and championships and and rings and trophies. You know, that's that's what was on my list in terms of what I wanted to accomplish. And uh, winning is no less important now than when I had that list of materialistic things on my goal sheet. But, you know, my goal sheet looks a lot different now. The relationships I have with these players, and that sounds like rhetoric, but the coaches who say that and really mean it, that, that's some of the most valuable. Those are some of the most valuable experiences you can have. To have a quarterback come back uh, that played for me 18 years ago and bring his wife and his kids to – my home and watch a game for the weekend you know those are those are things you can't you can't put a price on and so you know i would say uh, as as you mature and get older and see the game differently affecting some lives and influencing some people much the way my college coach did me becomes a lot more important along with you know trying to win as many games as humanly possible and with those sacrifices and, and things of that nature, you tend to learn a lot about yourself. You know, you tend to learn a lot from the game. Um, was that the biggest lesson you've learned since being involved in football playing and coaching, or what was the biggest lesson uh, you've been t able to take away from the game? Well, I just think early on it's, uh, you know, you just football is important developmentally because you, there's no way to function in this sport without being a good team guy. You know, it's just really difficult to sustain success if you can't work with people, if you can't lead, um, if you can't hold yourself accountable, if you can't uh, take criticism. You know, those are all things that are a part of this game. And if you're a part of a successful program, you're going to come across all of those different experiences. And they, you know, they all 
are going to help you in other walks of life down the road. I mean, there are things I learned in the sport of football that helped me raise my girls. That's just, that's just the way it is. That's the importance of the sport. You know, now I think, uh, now it goes back to what I just said. I think it's more about the relationships and the influences that you have on the players that we have now. And, um, so, you know, obviously you can tell I'm biased, but I think football is uh, a lot more than just the sport. And I think, uh, if, if, a if an athlete wants to get more out of football than just wins and losses, he can. And I think if you're part of a successful program and the right people on the coaching staff, you can't help but learn some of those other things that I just talked about. Now you hit the nail on the head, man. Football is the best game uh, out there because it's, like I've always said, it's a physical classroom, but you learn so much about yourself and also just about life in general. Um, this year, Coach, this will be your second season at Ole Miss. What can we expect from the Rebels offense this year? Well, you know, I told the players the second year is always better. No matter how good the first year is, I, you just expect to see uh, guys are coming back now. Last year it was football one-on-one. You know, everybody was learning the offense, including the staff. I was learning on this and getting to know everybody and and uh, this year we don't have that we all have a even more than a familiarity we all have relationships with each other we all know the offense uh we're playing the game instinctively right now i was happy with how the spring went um i think coach luke was happy with the progress in the spring and um so you know you we should reap the rewards of this game being more instinctive on the field and, uh, you know, we, we've got to continue to play smart football and we have to protect the football. But we have a, we have a lot of uh, the same weapons we had last year coming back uh, with a lot more experience in the system. And so I would, I would hope that this year would be a product of, you know, that experience. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it as well. I know a good friend of mine, I, I played college ball with Lawrence Johnson and his dad played at Ole Miss, Lawrence Pooh Bear Johnson, right? And when I evacuated for Katrina, I evacuated by those guys. Uh, I was up in uh, out, right outside Jackson, Mississippi. And all he talked about literally every day was Ole Miss, the Grove, and more Ole Miss. Like, I got a lesson on Ole Miss every day staying with those guys uh, for that time I was evacuated. But with all the options, Coach, why would a student athlete choose Ole Miss? Ole Miss is a... You know, and get me on a recruiting kick here, but Ole Miss is a uh, a great university academically. So that's one. And uh, if you don't go on to the NFL, you know, there's there's a great opportunity for success in another walk of life with that degree. And I think uh, football-wise, they're as committed here to winning a national championship as anybody. And I think, uh, you know, from a social experience on campus, you know, I've never been anywhere where the players don't have something to complain about. You know, there's always uh, something that you're not happy about. There's no complaints here. Our kids love the life on campus socially. And, uh, you know, I think that's important because you need to be happy socially. Otherwise, it affects academics and it affects athletics. So, there, you know, you don't want the social life to be more important than those other two, but it is important. And I think that exists here. So, you know, I have chosen to raise my four-year-old and my seven-year-old here in Oxford, Mississippi, for a good reason. Um, and, you know, hopefully that's, that says about as much as I would need to say about Ole Miss and about Oxford, Mississippi. Coach, man, this has been fun. I can't wait to see you guys uh, kick off this season 
um, and continue to do what you've always done. Uh, you know, I, we cover a lot of FCS football, and that's where I first got familiar with your offense and how you guys really just ran rough shot of the Southland Conference. And your first year at Ole Miss was more of the same. You guys did a, a bad thing against my Raging Cajuns. I, I'm not too happy about that. But I will say this. <laughs> you guys are definitely fun to watch, and you got a real good offense coming back, and I know you're going to do great things, and we wish you the best of luck moving forward. Well, I appreciate it. Appreciate the invite.